listening to the cannabis hangout two girls one bowl and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana my name is brandon and my name is saba we will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people sharing stories from medical marijuana patients and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths so we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. down All right, you know we're into terpenes, which is why we're jamming with Nevada's terpene-rich, naturally-flavored cannabis oil vaporizers that allow you to curate your high with their Body Mind series. Six experiences that range from full mind to full body. Sob, tell our listeners about the flavors. So each experience has a supporting flavor profile like strawberry, tangerine, tropical, lime, blueberry, and wild grape. The strawberry one is my favorite right now, and it's good for being creative and working and helps me focus. And the wild grape is awesome for sleep and relief for me personally. Whether you're a seasoned smoker or someone new, everyone should be able to enjoy the full spectrum of wellness, mindfulness, and fun that cannabis can bring to life. Nevada will be available in the Oklahoma market on September 3rd, and stay tuned for dispensary drops. Now, let's get to today's episode. On today's episode, we have the pleasure of speaking with the woman in the Oklahoma industry that runs the social media behind a very popular brand. She's a huge cannabis enthusiast and a beautiful fighter of ovarian cancer. She brings so much positivity and light to the community, especially amongst women, and we are honored to have her here with us today. So guys, please welcome Miss Carolyn to the Cannabis Hangout. Oh, that was so hey, sweet. Carol. <laughs> of course. <laughs> It was real. Aww, thank, thank you, you so much for being with us today, Carol, and taking time on this beautiful Sunday. So let's just start with you telling us, um, where did your cannabis journey begin? So uh, my cannabis journey began in high school. I know that's the same for many others. Yes. And um, it was about when I met my husband, Hunter. So I was 17, and it was like winter junior year. And um, he started having, like, some high school parties that revolved around, like, formals yeah. and things like that. And um, I ended up, like, meeting him there at the party. And basically, he was the one that introduced me to weed. And at those parties, of course, like, people were passing it around. And that was my time mm-hmm. to experiment with it. Nice. And he's now your husband? Yes, he's now my husband. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we had started dating in um, 2012, and that's when I had started smoking. So Okay. Oh, hey. what a great guy to I introduce know. you to some great weed. <laughs> Seriously, shout out Hunter if you're listening to this. <laughs> I love that. So tell us what kind of cannabis consumer you are. Do you enjoy concentrates, just flowers, or just a little bit of everything? Um, so working at Sunday, I definitely used to consume a lot more concentrates. Uh, but recently with us experimenting with the bellows carts, I've gotten more into the liquid cured resin game, Okay, um, which I love because it's convenient. And then it just tends to have that consistent uh, level of burn every mm-hmm. time with a cart compared to a dab. Yeah. Um, so and then sometimes if I feel like I have trouble sleeping, I'll dip into edibles a little bit. Yes. And I enjoy the 
cured resin ones that Sunday has. So bomb. So um, bomb. And we work with Smokies, so <clears throat> I also love yeah. their brand mm-hmm. and the different flavors that they have to offer. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's a great transition into, tell us what you do in the industry and the brand you're involved with. Yeah, so I work at Sunday Extracts. I've been there for a little over a year. Started right after COVID hit, basically. Um, obviously, there became a huge need for cannabis within people that were locked at home. And um, yeah, so I started taking over the Instagram for Sunday. And um, we had received a pretty high level of pictures, people, you know, sharing. I think they really enjoyed the packaging and the design. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of started a tradition of reposting pretty much every single tag and every single story that we get. Yes. Um, and it just became really fun to connect with customers mm-hmm. and be able to see the way that they use product. And, um, you know, it just kind of grew from there. And I started doing some of the photos for the brand as well. Um, so definitely had to adapt and learn a little bit more photography than I, you mm-hmm. know, in college I studied education, so it was kind of a big switch. Change that's for a learning to, curve. Like a it's a lot curve. to learn. Yeah, there is. I remember picking up my first camera and being like, wow. And then somebody was saying like, F stop this and X, yeah. Y, and Z. Oh and I was goodness. like, wait, what do you yes. say? I literally do not understand a word you're saying. Can you write this down right. somewhere? Can you give me a visual? Yeah. So yeah, before I started, it was my husband that did a lot of that. But at the same time, he was and still is the lab director. So kind of had a hard time like balancing that as the Instagram mm-hmm. became a little bit more busy. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so he had to train me to do that. He had to train me to do the photos, the website. Um, what else? I also make all our stickers. So it's kind of like I get to do a lot of little things, which I love. Yeah. I'm never just like sitting there doing the same thing all day. Mm-hmm. Which and I is nice. Get to Bunch of different marketing of yes. some sort. Yeah. It allows me to be really flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also rely pretty heavily on content from other people. So we've worked with like Medicinal Jess, Lovely Dank, um, Lost in the Flower, and um, Cannabay at Spunky Skunk. So mm-hmm. it's been really nice that I don't have to worry about making all that yes. content myself. It's so nice when people right. are loving your product and taking yeah. photos of it because it's so much easier to it like is. have things to post. It's just like a cherry on top, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like doing it right. Right, yeah. It makes the job a lot easier. There's days that I try to, you know, I might want to create a little bit more depending yes. on... Because um, I'm not sure if... I'm sure you guys have wit- witnessed this as well with your account, but you think that you have like a certain amount of engagement and then oh yeah the instagram algorithm can suck it like really and you're like oh like there's really not that many people viewing our stories but like how do we have this engagement with followers like it's a strange there's not a connection there and Mm -hmm. it's like you know even when i'm on my personal page it's hard for me to find Sunday. So it's very yeah, interesting. That's you know, I wanna say it has a lot to do with what's the word I'm looking for. Um you know, I don't someone censoring. Told, like, yeah, so someone much, told so us just censoring. recently, yeah. like we're in our comments and was like, um it, this is like two days ago with this girl saying that like, ins- I guess Instagram must have been hiding you from me. Like I haven't seen your stuff mm-hmm. in a while. And it was like, no one's, I, mean, I haven't heard someone just say that, yeah. but I was like, whoa, okay. So we might not be showing I up on your like, feed. Certain hashtags yeah. are being censored, yeah. or, you know, well, like sure. certain like, cause I feel like 
that's heightened a lot, but yes. not just in the cannabis space and a lot of other spaces like mm-hmm. politics. Ha- yeah. Well, I, I'll have friends like posting like Christian songs with their yeah. stuff or whatever and their stuff gets taken down and I'm like, I'm so confused. That's like, a what's whole the- other topic. I that's know, not for the I know. Like, yeah. I just was saying that it's, it's happening a lot lately. Yeah. So we know being a creative in the cannabis space is so fun, but it can also be challenging and more way than one from guidelines and rules like we're talking about and just creating unique content that keeps people engaged. What's your favorite part about being a creative in the Oklahoma cannabis industry? Um, I think my favorite part, and this stems from doing Sunday's Instagram, is just like getting to talk to so many people and being able to hear their stories of like how specific products or specific strains have helped them with anything, whether it's um, like a physical need Mm -hmm. or an emotional or mental need. And that's definitely the most rewarding thing. Oh yeah. Getting to meet people in person at pop-ups and events and just seeing like their excitement to meet us is really important because, you know, we don't get out much. We're always stuck in the office and, when we're out there physically with customers is when it's a really amazing to see like, you know, how far mm-hmm. cannabis it's the connecting really with the community yeah. and what you're doing for it, you know, like yeah. as a brand, that's just really and rewarding. I mean, me personally, like I've been able to meet like so many awesome girls like you guys mm-hmm. and I guess yeah. we can call yeah. them like the canna babes. But yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just been it's so real fun. though. Because yeah, we all have like so much in common. And yeah, it's yeah. really cool to see how much like the women in this community show up for one yeah. another. You know, because women can be catty. It can be but, yeah, like, a male single, Yeah, but it's cool that like how involved and like right. how helpful the women are. Like I'm, I'm a part of a group called like flower power or something like that on instagram yes i think alexa moss is one of the ones that runs Mm -hmm. it and it's like they'll be posting random stuff in there and it's like a lot of it's super helpful whether it's like from content to like people and products to be aware of what's going on what's going on yeah it's really cool to see forum um how like how much the women show love i mean everyone Mm -hmm. shows love but shout out to the women of oklahoma city (laughs) yeah 100 (laughs) percent. so carol what would you say is your favorite product that sunday has come out with for you personally um for me personally i would say this is one that i don't really get to use on a everyday basis but when i have used it it's been really versatile and I like that and it's the liquid cured resin click syringe and you're gonna say that tell me why you knew I knew I knew you're gonna say that (laughs) well I always talk about it and try to you know tell people about it because Uh it's one of our um less popular items Mm -hmm. I think it's because people don't really know what it is when they see it at a dispensary it's not really a cart it's just like a syringe and that's still kind of a new Thing on the yeah, market with like mm-hmm. the Fico. The Fico is very similar. Yeah. Um, but I used to use it to make edibles. Um, it was last fall, kind of around maybe closer to Christmas time. But it's really fun to melt it down and put it in any recipe that you want. So, what recipe just, did you put it in? Um, or like, what what was your favorite way to use it? I think I had put it in blueberry muffin mix. Oh, what? So wow. I just melted it with um, the butter. Okay. So you want to like, you know, kind of have it on heat yeah. to evenly distribute the oil. Mm-hmm. And then just mix that oil and um, cured resin mix with the dry. And then I think it was like 12 muffins. And each one was like, I don't know, maybe 
40 to 50 milligrams. Like they were super oh, wow. strong. Oh, that wow. is so strong. Because a whole click is um, one gram. And each time you click okay. it, it's uh-huh. 25 milligrams. Oh, okay. So you can do that. Like I think oh. it's 40 times that you can do that. And so wow. you have to sit there and like keep click, clicking click, it. Click. But, you know, you yeah. can also do your 25 milligrams at a time. Like on yeah. anything you want to eat or you can dab it. So what yeah. is it? does it taste? It's fun. Does it taste like anything? Or what's it taste it like? It does have, I don't know if you guys have tried Fico, which that stuff is pretty no. strong and pretty heavy. I haven't. Mm-hmm. Just like a dark, dark yeah. taste. Isn't but, it kind of like RSO? Yes. Yeah. It's, I think it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, but the click is, it still has like that very like herbally earthy. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like, mm-hmm. I mean, if you've tried our cured resin edibles, mm-hmm. you've kind of yeah. gotten like mm-hmm. an aftertaste of that. And it's that same like dark. I think and, your headphones messed up. Hold is on. it? Oh, what happened? I think you had it on backwards. So now listen wow. to yourself talk. Oh, you can better. hear yourself. <laughs> I was just looking at you. I Before like, I could like hear your dog. Like, <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, it's a game changer now. You can Whoa. hear yourself in both ears. That's crazy. It really that is crazy. Good. Sorry to interrupt. I just had to. But anyway. Yes, where were you at? Yeah, the taste is good. Um, certain clicks are like a little crazier, mm-hmm. but the blueberry OG was a good one. And mm. yeah. That sounds awesome. Blueberry OG Ooh, and blueberry apples. muffins. I, I know. Did the, wait, so did the muffins taste like? They actually weren't bad. Okay. Um, like, could you taste could what taste, you put in it? I think I could taste it, but very faintly. Like, faint, yeah, okay. okay. Faintly's good. We'll have and to try that brand. I think yeah. I had done it with, like, Rice Krispie treats and mm. brownies. Brownies You were just scary. on one. Were you, like, <laughs> making them, like, us to eat? Yeah, give, I was just having gifts. fun. Like. Yeah. So how long do you melt the, I'm just interested, the butter for with the oil? I mean, you just want to melt your butter until it's just melted it's not a stick of butter. And then, yeah, your oil, like, you get it pretty consistently mixed. Mm-hmm. It might be kind of nice if you had, like, a homogenizer, like, a really high power. Yeah. Or even, like, if you use the hand whisk, I guess that could be. Yes. Yes. Whisk is always good for stuff like that, I feel like. It I think it does have like a tendency to maybe separate if you let the butter and oil sit there too long. Yes. But if you like mix it pretty quickly Mm -hmm. with the dry, then Mm -hmm. you're good to go. Cool. Yum. All right. That's all my to do list now is to make some goodies. (laughs) (laughs) I'll bring you one, Carol, and you can let me know. So to flip the script a little bit, tell us a little bit about your journey in ovarian cancer and how cannabis has played a part in that. Um, so yeah, it was interesting because I was obviously using cannabis like before. So when all of that started going down, basically about a year ago is when I found out and had to get surgery. Um, I kind of looked at cannabis in a different way Mm -hmm. and began to really appreciate what it did for me, like with anxiety and like mental state. Yeah, I can imagine. Which I never really preferred to obviously smoke it like when I was doing surgery or getting chemo, like Mm -hmm. it doesn't reach your body in the same way when you're on so many like drugs, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. Like if you've ever been sick and taking a bunch of medicine, like sometimes Mm -hmm. you notice cannabis isn't the same. Mm -hmm. I I bet. I I feel like that makes total sense. Mm -hmm. Right. So I I kind of had more of an appreciation for using it like at home and like therapeutic ways, like taking a bath and, 
Yeah. Especially smoking bud. Like it had such a high impact on my body Mm -hmm. and I would just have like the best bath ever. Because it was so quick. I feel like sometimes flour, like it's my body was killing me the other day and I was like, I just don't want anything else but flour, like not an edible, not anything. I just need something to hit me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it was just instant. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the terpenes. (laughs) Is there a certain terpene or cannabinoid that you found that has helped or that you focused on throughout, you know, even as you... I feel like obviously with what you've gone through, you've kind of learned a mm-hmm. different side of cannabis. Mm-hmm. Like, have you you have you divin wow gone deeper and you know looked for those things? Um, so with terpenes, not as much, which I do love to learn about terpenes and working at Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm looking at testing firsthand all the time and noticing like the differences. But like for my own personal use, I don't necessarily like look to a strain like oh it has myrcene so I'm mm-hmm. gonna use that one instead mm-hmm. of this other one yeah I more go for like you know if it's something to like aid me physically then I just tend to go for things that are um ingestibles okay just because I feel like it has a higher impact on my body mm-hmm. rather right. than um smoking like carts or dabs I feel like it tends to be more of a like mental response i feel that it's cool that i mean that just goes to say it's cool how everyone's body is so different and unique with everything and even your own cannabis journey you know like realizing what it needs when it needs it and what the moment that you're feeling it's kind of like trial and error i'm sure you know like you could focus on terpenes and figure out what would help you specifically what you're feeling and going through Mm -hmm. that would be right um i have Like, when I was going through chemo, I had um, a good amount of support from not only women in the cannabis industry, but, of course, like, my own friends that I was Mm -hmm. growing up with. But specifically, um, from women in the cannabis industry, I learned about CBG. Yeah. I think it was actually Abby that she connected with me. and She was like, oh, I know you're, like, you're having trouble sleeping, but I've heard the CBG tincture is like known to work really well. And so um, we met up and she gave that to me. And honestly, it worked like so crazy good. Like just doing a full dropper. Yeah. Kind of like helping me stay asleep like all night. Wow. And so it's just like pure CBG. Yeah. And then, of course, like with the cured resin edibles, like Mm -hmm. they usually just hit you pretty hard in your body. So like. Doing both of those definitely helped me a That's bunch. so cool. Yeah. CBG, I need to explore that more. CBG is yeah. a healer. It's a very yeah. popular. Yeah. It's cool that, I mean, it's even cool to hear that cannabinoids are being pulled out specifically because mm-hmm. I feel like CBD and obviously THC is all that people know. Yeah. But CBG, like CBN's becoming a little yeah. bit more of a thing. And so it's cool that people are pulling that out in like especially the Oklahoma market because we're still so new that people mm-hmm. pulling out like it was the Wilders when we were interviewing and they recently moved here from Oregon some of our friends and they were talking about how surprised they were at our like solventless you know how advanced like our, our concentrate market was and it's just crazy to think that even in that aspect how advanced our market is that people are already pulling out cannabinoids specifically for certain things to help people mm-hmm. um, I love that yeah, that's it's that really ed- cool. educational it's, like medicinal yeah. Because there's no reason to, like, not highlight the importance of every single cannabinoid within the spectrum. They're all doing something. Yeah, Yeah, which is crazy because I feel like we haven't even really tapped into it. Um, So for anyone who's listening that is going through or may know someone going through something similar, what advice could you give if they're looking into cannabis as a method of healing? 
Yeah, so I would say um, definitely start small. Uh, if you don't have any experience smoking, obviously it can be like really overwhelming. So find someone that you trust or a bud tender, some kind of connection that really knows what they're talking about and can help you find like your strength that you need. You know, if you might Solid benefit advice. more from edibles mm-hmm. or you might benefit more from concentrates mm-hmm. or other products. So I think it's just all about product education, like. You know, it can 100%. be so overwhelming, like walking into a dispensary and mm-hmm. you don't know if the bud tender that you get is going to be able to answer your questions mm-hmm. and right. Can you can be, only hope can be hard. <laughs> yeah. Do your research on so, dispensaries too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, there's just, I mean, there's so there's many. So many. I know. There's so many. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Like you don't know where to go. You don't I know, know like what products are going to carry. Yeah. It's like start with the ones that are closest to you, maybe yeah. handful and then <laughs> read the reviews. I always read reviews. Yeah. And yeah, that, and I would say like another really important thing is to just like know your testing mm. and really make sure that you're looking over that and you know what terpenes are in it. Yes. Are you going to benefit yeah. more from... Got to be able to trust your testing. Cut. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Big Oklahoma thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a touchy subject. Yeah. <laughs> Solid advice. So, you, so you've seen a different side of cannabis other than just smoking from the processor side and now more medicinally on the patient side. What's been the most eye-opening thing about um, being on this journey with cannabis, would you say? most eye-opening part would just be that you can benefit so much from it and continue learning about it all the time that's like, so true always so real something new yes. about the plant and like i had said previously like just educating people on it like yeah. whether or not they want to smoke cannabis just mm-hmm. like informing them that it's a thing here and it's real and it's like it's this is a real business yeah like, right a real business it's important. is right yes. like we're professionals and it's important that people know that like, yeah cannabis is always evolving too like yeah. you're saying i love how we always we can't i feel like you can't know enough it's just right. there's always something different or you're meeting someone who it's helped with this in a way you haven't heard of like there's always yeah. something fresh or just a new mm-hmm. story to tell or exactly. whatever you know yeah even yeah. you talking about that CBG tincture, I'm like super intrigued by it. <laughs> nobody really, nobody said that to me before, so it's very intriguing yeah. to just like hear that it how beneficial it was I can for send you. you guys a picture of Please do, what I would love is. that. I don't know where she had gotten it from, but okay, I can do a quick Google search. It, yeah, I mean, it would be cool to find dispensaries that carry those yeah. different products that aren't yes. just absolutely. Like, oh, like what's your highest THC oh. cart? No, like show uh-huh. me the cannabinoids that I can use and like. Tell me how I can benefit mm-hmm. from them. Yeah, absolutely. So, Carol, we've heard so many women talk about you in the best way and how amazing you are, which is so cool. We love oh, hearing about <laughs> we we love hearing about women who impact the community in such a positive way. What has been your favorite thing about being so deeply involved in the Oklahoma cannabis scene? Whoa, <laughs> loaded! <laughs> I didn't know it was like that. I'm honored. Um. You might have to repeat your question. Yeah. What's, like, what, what's, your favorite, <laughs> what's your favorite thing about being so deeply involved in the Oklahoma cannabis scene? Um, yeah, I think just being able to answer questions for people and being able to share knowledge about Sunday and like what we're doing and just like the relationships that I've built with like certain girls mm-hmm. and it's being just, available. Mm-hmm. It's been really rewar- rewarding, like having another community 
And like, you know, when you first started using cannabis in like high school or college, it wasn't like this welcoming. No, this is like a community of like friends. Like you have like new friends from mm -hmm. this cannabis community. Yeah. And I mean, even just like the Instagram pages that have Mm -hmm. happened because of cannabis, like it's a different platform. Yeah. Because, you know, you, there's still people like me that want, maybe want to keep it separate. Yes. Because right. mm-hmm. you don't know, like, oh, like, is my uncle looking at this? I feel yes. you 100%. Like, yes. You know, like, and I used to be a teacher. So for me, like, it is interesting, like, switching worlds mm-hmm. kind of. Yes. But being able to get support so much from mm-hmm. cannabis women and, like, seeing how much they care about posting yeah, it makes about it easier. products. It's just, it's awesome to see, like, really how connected it is. And, like, there's no gatekeeping. Like, everybody yeah. shares everything mm-hmm. with each other and that's the way it should be it's awesome yeah, yeah. that's well said that yeah. was a great answer i know <laughs> no wonder people love you <laughs> so we love to ask everyone this question because everyone answers so differently from your perspective perspective what stigma would you like to see revolving cannabis changed mm. what stigma do i want to see changed there's a lot but what stands out to you that would um i mean of course that it like makes people lazy yes i think i can see that like yeah sometimes i smoke and i am lazy because maybe i was already feeling like down right yeah. feeling like i didn't want to but that's okay to be able to relax yeah. whenever mm-hmm. you do consume but yeah. just you know hoping that people will recognize that there's the other side to it that people use it for motivation that they use it for anxiety or they use it for focus Mm -hmm. i mean sometimes like if i feel like i need to go like do a bunch of cleaning on a saturday and obviously like i'm tired from the work week Mm -hmm. but like sometimes cannabis and like coffee in the morning can be like what gets me going that's one of my favorite things yeah i'm not just like smoking and going to sit on the couch and watch tv but like right like eating a big bowl of popcorn like that's what you're doing all the time of course you throw in popcorn in there brandon (laughs) it's just like it's just a great lazy stoner stigma you know what i mean like that's not it uh, hunter and i will watch a shit ton of survivor okay I, that's, that's so our, funny that people uh, that's a funny like show a mine's, mine, mine's the office see so I can understand okay. <laughs> Survivor that's so funny it's, I mean there's like a hundred seasons <laughs> yeah that's true you never run out of stuff always keeps watch. you very interested yeah. and on your toes <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> that is hilarious so what, when you consume do you prefer like indicas or sativas or is there like is, is it just what you're feeling at the moment um I have had experiences with sativas, like very high sativas, giving me a little bit too much mm-hmm. focus. Yeah. Um, and so I tend to like lean towards hybrids okay. or indicas. Cool. And I'll use indica like during the day. And you I can't do that. I, for me, like if I'm already awake and like in my work mode, mm-hmm. I can smoke an indica. But if it's like I'm already tired, then I won't choose to smoke one. So for me, it's just like, how do I already feel? Yes. And whatever, whatever strain I choose is just going to like enhance that. Yeah. yeah. I like that. You're being yeah. really aware of your body and the way you feel. Yeah. But I will say like if it's a night out and I'm drinking yeah. and then I smoke, mm-hmm. it for some reason like <laughs> knocks me out. And I've yes. heard other people say that like, oh, I can't smoke. It's going to make me too tired. It gives me this. Okay. No it matter d- what strain. I get. It gives me the spins. 
Yeah, I can get a little twisted from it if I've been drinking and I've, but like there has been more times than one where I do come home and rip the bong after I've been out and then I get in bed. So like it kind of like, kind of like sets me up for like a really good sleep. But also it's one of those, "Mm, probably didn't need it, Brandon, you know, because there's times where I have laid down and I'm like, oh, it's a little dizzy. I think I should sit back up and go in the kitchen or something. (laughs) But no, I know you're saying. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. To each his own. Uh, That's real. (laughs) How crazy you're feeling. (laughs) So Carol, I think this concludes today's episode. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we hop off? Well, I don't think so, but to anyone that has said anything nice about me, (laughs) thank you. Yes, it's it's all true. It's so nice to hear, like, you know, I, I wasn't always like this open with my personal Instagram page, mm -hmm. but just within the last year, like having the experiences that I did, Mm -hmm. like getting cancer diagnosis and like not knowing like what I was going to have to go through was like Mm -hmm. really freaky. Oh, I'm sure. But for me, like talking about it, that was like therapy for me. Oh, heck yeah. And then I didn't know, but I ended up getting a response that was like amazing and like being able to, connect with people and then say like oh thank you for like either you know now I have awareness that this is a thing or like once you know I'm thinking about you like it was just really nice so much love yeah and people appreciate like the rawness of it because it's Mm -hmm. relate it's relatable it's not relatable but Mm -hmm. it is relatable like everyone's going through shit and Mm -hmm. the more open you are about it it gives you that community of people to surround you with love when you need it you know Yeah. yeah I love to hear that. I know. Thank you for sharing your story and just like everything you've shared. We appreciate you. Yeah, we really do. I love it when people open up. (laughs) It's my favorite thing. (laughs) Well, guys, be sure to give Carol a follow on her IG. It's Canna with two N's underscore Carol. And then your personal Carol underscore Fielding. If you'd like to follow both, um, thank you so much for taking time to be here out, out of your Sunday. And we're honored to spend a little bit of it with you. So um, thank you for our listeners for tuning in as well. And Saab, as always, stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.